spoke about the power of decision. I decided. People would know that how strong that is. A certain decision. People are so. Fl- I, I, I want to give. I want to give a muscle that happened to me, and it's the opposite of achlata. Of decision, I decided that many things we leave, we purposely leave open ended. Maybe we'll see. Instead of deciding what's right and true, I decided. I'll give a mushroom at a bacher. A guy goes to shul, a guy goes to shul, and some balabas makes fun of him that he doesn't learn, that he doesn't learn navi. He's like all, he's like all embarrassed, and he's mean. Okay, he's made the seder navi. Some balabas makes fun. You don't know diktuk. You shame of a human being and rips him. And I don't diktuk. So he's all embarrassed. There's a certain sense. You make a schedule. I decided. A guy can make fun. It's very nice. But I, this is what I need to do. I'm, I'm, that doesn't mean not to be flexible. It doesn't mean if you're proven. That's the flip side of this. But the etzem need of decision. Of I decided to do something. My father made a decision. He's learning seven blood a day. He's learning seven blood a day. That's what he's doing. He decided this about, about thir- roughly about 30, 25 years ago. He's finished as he's doing seven blood a day. There was a day when my father had an apparent heart attack. My mother was at a chasna. My father has a heart attack on the couch. Some sort he was, he collapsed. My father, Bliyainar, is a healthy person. And I've never seen, he's not a person who gets sick. He's just not that type. He not, doesn't have a kvetchy bone in his body. He doesn't, it's not him. He doesn't, um, so he doesn't, there's no sick days. My father has gone many, many years without missing a day of yeshiva. He's not a kvetchy person. He collapsed on the couch. And he rushed to the hospital. And they put him, he was there for a few days. They put him on machines. I'm freaking out. He's just been rushed to the hospital, collapsed on the couch. And he didn't let me call Atzala. Oh, I don't want any of you to know. So, you know. He didn't want a tumult. He didn't let me call it Salah. He didn't look because he didn't want any of to know there shouldn't be any tumult. He's, he's, he's going quietly. He said he's going to drive himself. He's on the couch. He said he's driving himself. Like, you're not driving yourself. But we did get him there without Atzala. But he's getting to us. The kitzer is, so the doctor's, he's attached to all different machines. He has no idea what's going to be. I'm home. With, there were two little children. My mother's at a chasla. She doesn't know what's going on. And I am... Um, and then I get a call from the hospital that your dad requests, no matter what, you got to get him his book. He said, you'll know what book he's referring to, but he needs his book badly. You got to bring his book. So I realized there's seven blood he has to do. And he's you just got to get me my book. I'm home with the kids. I had to call somebody, come to my house to babysit, drive to the hospital. He just been rushed there. He's attached to the machine. He's lying down. Not, he has no idea what's going to be a doctor trying to figure out what happened. He's lying down. He's attached to the machines. So, oh, thank you, Daniel. I bring him the shas, and he sits there, does a seven blot. Lying down, waiting to find out what's happening. <laughs> and he did a seven blot. Because he said he's doing seven blot a day. That's what he decided. There's something called the decision. I decided that goes much deeper than your mood of today, of this minute, of the last five minutes. There's something called hachlata. I decided. I said I'm going to do. And I'm not measuring it every four minutes. And I'm not susceptible to certain commitments and decisions we make. It's a very powerful force to make those decisions. This is what I'm doing. I don't care. Come what may. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving it flimsy. It's not, it's, I'm not a fair weather friend. It's a, a decision. All for the boss had a seder every morning. And there was one day he gave up tens of thousands of dollars for a seder. 
He had a tremendous simcha on the value of his Seder. He's not a fair-weather friend. He gave up tens of thousands of dollars at a time he needed. And he, he was so excited that the Seder is worth more than anything in the world. It was a decision. It wasn't fair weather. So this, that, as the Shulman said about Shlomo Zam, the tremendous smile, it's true. But this Kayach of I decided... That can run deeper than different moods. It, our, our emotions are very flimsy, but there's something called, I decided, the intellect buckled down and made a certain decision, and it's not going to be easily bumped from it. And the Sahara will send all different winds, Nachum, and different moods, and different hours. It's not like that. But didn't you, didn't you decide something? Didn't you, weren't you pursuing something? What happened to that which you said you're going to pursue? You feel people so easily jump ship, and that lesson of achlata, of decision, I decided, I'm locked in. It's not, I'm not so easily swayed. If you have a schedule and you think it's a good one, I don't care what balabas knocks you with what. It's not to do that. Okay, so you're right, you should learn Navi, except I have a schedule that I'm keeping to. It's not, don't be easily, make decisions, think. A that has to be built, and then don't be so flimsy because somebody made you feel bad. I, you know, I like visiting speakers. In the next period, we're going to have a lot of visiting speakers. You have to that and not listen to Revolbus. If you think it's just renegade Kalish saying this, Revolba writes to Sanali Shur. You know that? He says in order to go to Shurim, you have to that and not listen to Shurim. Very important. I had a friend who couldn't go to speeches. I had a friend who all the years, could, I gained from tons of shmuzim. he couldn't go, because he had no capacity to not listen. So every shmuzi walked away feeling guilty. Every shmuz, everybody said, like, you have to do. It's not like that. It's not like that. You have rebellion, you have decisions, you made decisions. A rebbe said a shmuz is a great thing, and listen, so I hear a shmuz, I know how to, I'm great at not listening. Excellent. It's a very big skill. So I hear a shmuz, I completely decide not to listen, and it's great. I'm inspired, I'm changed. Maybe in 15 years I'll do it, it's possible. If you don't know how to not listen, you can't go to speeches. You can, and then the guy who doesn't know how to not listen, every shmuz, oh, I gotta do this, he's feeling guilty, he's trying this, he's, he, but you're stam a mush, you're a mush, well, you're a mess. You try a little of this, a little of that, you're all over the place. There's a plan of Ali. Still, so why do we bring in visiting Rebbein? Rebbezi observed that many times visiting speakers come and they'll say the hepech of the Musa of the Yeshiva. So why do you have the Yid come? I want Bacham exposed to hear ideas, to think. It's not shmuzim are not to get... A, a guy asked me that I spoke Monday. He said, Rebbe, what a dumb time shmuz. I spoke Monday about how to make Shabbos Kaddish. The Monday after and off Shabbos. The, Shabbos is not for the mo- maximum number of days. And when Shabbos comes, it's an end Shabbos. It's not even a Shabbos the guys are going to make. I promise you, I purposely spoke Monday, but had to make a Shabbos and North Shabbos. Because I didn't want it to be programmed. It's not something, okay, go out, go home, and make it the following Shabbos. No. No, you speak the day after the Super Bowl. I'm going to talk about watching the Super Bowl. It's not a word. It's not, it's not, it's not, this is not, this is not a programming. A person, people have to think and digest and make decisions. It has to be a thoughtful process. Not a, not a quick... 
not a quick inspiration, a thoughtful, clear, careful plan of Aliyah. Somebody speaks and all of a sudden you're changing your whole life around. It's not always so gishmak. There's something called inspiration, learning it, but it's a thoughtful, clear, growing plan. You're an inspiring speech, take it in. There may be something, you know, the, the, the typical schmooze is do what he said right away, otherwise the inspiration won't last. Not every speaker is all about inspiration. It's ideas and ideals that you're digesting, that you're hearing, that you're incorporating. The only way you can go to enough go to shmuzim if you're not and not listen to shmuzim. That what we do have to learn is to make plans and programs of aliyah, to really zone into programs of aliyah, and then not to be so flimsy. I have a plan. Stick it. I told the guys that my friends and I were frustrated. We were trying to learn muster together, and we went to a great bal muster to help us out. And he told us, "The only help you need me is to tell me is to tell you guys stick to your plans, because you you, you chain you give up too easily. So you see, an old guy say, keep at it, keep at it, keep pushing it." works. Keep at your plans, but keep at it. Steady, healthily. So that was that was this intelligent line that he said about him. So let's move on to the next one. I can read every one because they're all good. Oh, I like this one. Gavriel Gavriel There's Gavriel's, right? Yeah. It's got to be good. Gavriel Reichman, is he here? He said about Shloimeh Mattel, they call him Shleddy. I heard, I found it out last night. Shlomo Eddie, I didn't even, I'm so slow. I heard it at one in the morning. I was, I was very tifarai thinking about Shmuley Schlesinger's speech, so I did not. Ah, they said Shleddy, Shlomo Eddie, I didn't get it. Okay. Shlomo Eddie is Shleddy, I never knew that. Last night they thanked Shleddy. Shlomo Eddie's. <laughs> Is this a new thing, Shlomo? I'm, 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 I'm so new every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. When I was a kid, in, in high school, when I was in high school, when I was in high school, my whole class called me Dish. A lot of my class called me Dish. I was in high school. We were. I was. I was. What happened was there was. What happened was there was a league, but there, there was. I was in. I was in the. No, there wasn't why. I would like. I, I like. I would like to say it's a good. I was a good point guard. I'd like to say that. What really happened was, I was in a basketball league. I was in. A, I was in the Young Israel basketball league, and every single guy played with a uniform, tank top, and shorts. And for me, I didn't feel it was yeshivish. I'm a yeshivish guy. So I was the only guy in the league who played in pants and a shirt. So I played in a t-shirt, but I didn't play in the uniform. I didn't want to wear a tank top. I didn't want to wear shorts. So I don't, why I didn't put on the tank top over my shirt? You could have a lot of cash. For my side, I played in a regular shirt and, and pants. So, so, so in the league, I got, it was a very cute experience to play like that. But the kids there is that the refs never knew my name for fouls because everybody has their, na- their number and names on their back. I have no number and I have no name. And one of the rest, I think people, Kalish, somehow he heard Dish and he kept calling me Dish. And that name, he kept saying fail. I guess I probably failed, I fell on Dish or something. I don't know what I did, but, <laughs> but he kept calling me Dish and the name stuck. You never know where you get a name from. But anyway. 
But I like to say because I passed a lot. But anyway, but it's not true. The kid, I did pass a lot. But that's not why the name this. The kids are at Varim. So, so Gabriel Reichman said that everyone's got their own chill. Henceforth, if I'm not in the mood of pizza, I won't eat pizza. That's what Gavriel said. So I want to I I speak about this. I want every guy, I want to explain Gavriel Reichman's... I'm not going to eat pizza. I'm going to explain. Let me explain Gavriel. Let me explain Gavriel. I want every guy to hear this. Shmuel, you have to hear this. Menachem, I want you to hear this well. A hat and jacket is unbelievably important. Listen how important a hat and jacket. I told you this, but I want, I want the guys to hear this. Listen how important a hat and jacket is, Menachem. I want you to hear it well. A hat and jacket would elevate. If we for, if we got the yeshiva to wear hats and jackets, it would have a tremendous smile in the yeshiva. Because when Bachram dressed prestigious, a hat and jacket is a certain prestige. And when a Bachram dressed, if you don't picture the hat, you can say, is that really prestigious? Guy's a schmutz. Talk about a nice hat, a hat. A good jacket is prestigious. When Bachram dressed prestigious, it causes better actions. If you dress a certain way, with a certain prestige, you hold yourself in a certain way, there's no question it would help the Bachram. No question. Besides that, people, David Chaim, I want you to hear this. I'm going to take you, I want you to hear this. Well, David walked out, and Kalish the bat stuck. Bear with me. Bear with me. The second, the second thing about hats and jackets is the p- parents would respect the yeshiva more. Parents expect the yeshiva guy to look a certain way. People around the community respect the yeshiva. That would help the yeshiva guys. If the parents say, whoa, it's a good place, that would make the bacher feel better about it. There's a big mile. That's a big mindler that parents would respect it more, people would respect it more, it would look more prestigious, it would help the reality for the Bachar, it would help the way others look at it, and there are other factors, identity. I want the Bachar to feel part of the world of Yeshivas. Who am I? I dress like the Moss, I must be that. If I don't dress like that, I'm not sure what I am. So it has a tremendous help in identity. Who am I? What am I? Identity is very important. I once saw a father, and this is a huge thing for everybody here. Your obligation as a dad is to clearly bring your children into a world. It's not limiting, I assure you. But if the, uh, I once saw a father destroy his family. They didn't belong anywhere. If you think of many Americans in Eretz Yisrael, the kids go off the derech in proportion and amount. We don't belong to anything. Charedim, no, no, no. We're not charedim. This, that. We don't. So what do you belong to? Nothing. There's no. There's a. There's no safety net. It is very healthy for a child and an obligation of a father to bring his family into a certain community. This is who we are. It's not limiting. There's a lot of room in yeshivish. But it, and all of you have the obligation one day. Don't be just we're no. You could be independent. Trust me. There's nothing wrong. I think the rebbeim you have here are somewhat independent. It is you, you still your family is clear where yeshiva people. You bring your family into a clear world is a tremendous safety for children. We belong to a larger community, and we're comfortable with it. We're at ease and at peace with it. The fathers who don't belong anywhere. There's no world. We're not yeshivas. We're not modern. There's no, there's no world you belong to. If you're Mizrahi, join the Mizrahi world. If you're this, join a world comfortably. The people who try to do it alone, you're damage to your children. So therefore, a guy wears a hat and jacket is a very good thing that for his own self, he's clearly ingrained in himself. I belong to that world. I'm very part of it. 
It's a good world to be part of, and that understanding, I'm part of it. I, I resent a lot. I don't like speeches against other yeshivas. Yeshivas are outstanding. Whenever we say a mile of water, and other yeshivas, not all the other yeshivas are amazing. Yeshivas are good. I strive to be part of the world of yeshivas. I spent thousands of dollars. I probably spent $10,000 on this concept. The first few years of yeshiva, four, maybe four, as if as you would know exact, I paid with my own money that the whole yeshiva should go to Lakewood for Shabbos, and I did it for one reason. I wanted guys to feel we're part of the world of yeshivas. It's true, Ramatasio spoke, all four of yeshivas spoke. I wanted the Bachram to feel we're part of the world of yeshivas. I think it's an important world to be part of. What? We're yeshiva guys. So Rabbi says, so many mindless hats and jackets. So David Chaim started running away. So the end of the shiva was going to be, so from now on, uh, no, we have no hats in yeshiva. No, no, no. We give up all that and we will continue to give it up. No hats in Jack's yeshiva. Not, no rule against it. No rule against it. We will not enforce it. And I promise relatively easily we could have hats. If it's the rule, I'm not afraid of the guys. It's the Hats and jackets, boom. You don't wear it, I'll send you out of the room. We could do it like this. Hats and jackets, mandatory. It's it. You walk out in jacket, get out. It's not, it's not very complicated. It's not very complicated. The reason, simply, we don't do with all those milas, it is worth it to me. My estimation of people that I am it's with, I don't want hats and jackets. Not, I don't, not, you can't wear it. I don't want to have the rule. Because it's worth it that a bacher should feel that he could be himself, independent. Because it's the danger, and not all Bachim struggle with this, but I'm <laughs> concerned here that if a guy would feel he's pushing himself to be something he's not, if he'd be, instead of growing comfortably who I am, what I am, like Avril said about Shlomo Mattel, the comfortable, healthy sense of who I am, growing that comfort level is worth not having those gains of hat and jacket in my estimation. The gains, I'm not knocking, there's not, nothing to do with other yeshivas, I'm not, we're not smarter than anybody else. Other yeshivas think about this also, every yeshiva has their way of doing this. We're not smarter, than, we're not knocking, so yeshiva wears hats and jackets, doesn't have this. They have other ways, of, every bachar is different, they're thinking about bachram by them, I'm thinking about bachram here. There's not smarter than anybody grow, else. Anywhere you grow, you're going to feel like, you're not going to feel the same, you're not going to feel like you're in your right place. Anywhere you grow, like you said, you're saying, anywhere you grow, you're not going to feel like you're right. Well, it's fascinating. What Nachum just said, growth, last year, a brilliant Bach in the yeshiva said that to grow, you have to come out of your comfort zone a little bit. Right. Oh, wow. right, right. So, what Nachum said, Nachum said, any growth out of your comfort zone, I think the balance that Nachum, every growth means you're advancing, but it is comfortable yourself. It is. It is true to myself. It comfortably, healthily, it's true to myself. The Torah made this about limit Turkey Karve Lech It is true to yourself. Akiva said this last year when he spoke in front of the yeshiva that he observed. He said, "Always come out of your comfort zone." He said, "If you're in the dorm all day, go to the student lounge. You're in the student lounge, smoking all day, come and smoke in the base medrash." Akiva gave you a shus. He said, come out of your comfort zone. He did point it out, Akiva. Yes. When he spoke the last night, I will not forget Akiva Mace. He said that when he spoke the last night, the last night of Shabbos this month. True, Akiva? 
said he observed that all people come out of their comfort zone. He said, don't assume all of a sudden you just feel you want to learn all day. It's out of your comfort zone. Like Nachum just observed. He said, you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. That's the only way you'll shtaig. So Nachum and Akiva are right. Nonetheless, when it's done slowly with your personality, in your way, when Shmuley Schlesinger spoke last night, it was so Shmuley, he was so comfortable being himself. And nobody else will, should imitate him. Each one should be themselves. Comfortable, yourself, certainly pushing a little, like Nachum said, that exists. But always playing within. Always with my personality. So therefore, Rabbi said, we do not push hats and jack- jackets, despite the mindless that are there, because I don't want to give up that a bucker could grow being comfortable himself. He's not trying to be something else. When a guy, if we would dress up the whole yeshiva, automatically there's a degree you're feeling... It's just not me. Like I had their expression. Be yourself. Be yourself. Express yourself. Be yourself. Be comfortable. I'd rather that healthy expression and then grow from that way. Then when you leave later on, put on a hat and jacket. Later in the process, you're too young for hats and jackets. Later on, you graduate 12th. I guess when you graduate 12th grade, you've already made decisions. You're much more comfortable in your aliyah. At that point, you can put on a hat and jacket. At that point... You're ready, you're more comfortable. At that point, you know, at that point, you're ready learning comfortably, davening comfortably. So, you know, hey, I'm acting like a yeshiva guy, you know. You're acting like a yeshiva. You quack like a duck, you walk like a duck, you're a duck. So, you're ready, you're ready, a yeshiva guy. Put on your hat and jacket at that point. Manasseh. Look at yourself, you're learning. Look at yourself, you're davening. Look at yourself, you know what that's called, the yeshiva guy. Put on a hat and jacket. That's what they do. Not because they had in jackets the key. Not that's like the climax. The climax is what you're doing. That's some cements the identity. It gives over to your children identity. It's a geshmaka thing. But that's why Rabbi said we don't push that. So that's what I love that line of Gavriel Reichen that he was yared. I love it when, when Shloimi gets up. A, a bacher once asked. A guy once asked. A guy once asked, is there more talent? A guy, a guy once Yes, Menachem, is there more talent and water by their most yeshivas or it's just allowed to be expressed? That's what a guy once asked. And the answer certainly is there's more talent here. That's true. That happens to be true. But besides that, I think the fact that people are comfortable, so I can, my talent comes out in such a comfortable way. It's just to watch Shloim and Gavriel do their thing is such a beautiful display of comfortable talent, of, of just self expression. It's awesome. I'm sorry to embarrass you. What? He was just saying everybody has their own chill. I don't have to go to pizza because somebody else goes to pizza. He said he learns from Shloim Mattel, do it your way. Be comfortable. That was just his lashon. Gavriel, I, I guarantee he meant that exactly. Anyway, you can ask him. Next, David Schiller. This bacher learned that you could you could pick learn from you could the, all, I can go through not everybody's name was said. I'm not going to go through all of them. But this one's David Schiller. What time is it, Nachi? Four. How are you getting home, Nachi? Um, I think I'm taking a ride. I'm taking a train. I'm taking a train. You're not going to make it. No, I think it's a train. What? Okay. Sure. David Schiller. I'm going to read the exact quote. How to be the coolest guy in the world and still get everyone involved and not stoltz anyone out. I think. What? One of the bachim. <laughs> but. 
Any one of us can win. We all think that. The Fire Rabbi say. I love when the guys say that. I, I love that so. By the by the serum, do something crazy. <laughs> the very rabbi say your talents have to benefit others. I say that's that's very true. Any gift you have from Hashem, what who does it help? How does it help them? <coughs> Think about the next guy, and your capacities have to help the world. Don't hoard. Don't just keep it for yourself. You have, you're blessed with richness, let the richness help the world. Monetary richness, which is a poor, a poor type of richness, it's the least, the least valuable richness, monetary richness, let that help the world. If you have more valuable richnesses, personal qualities and talents, let that benefit the world. Your richness has to help others. That's a key. So you observe that somebody who is so talented is there to be fantastic others. It bothers me to no end when a guy's a great athlete and nobody gains from it. In our funny world, the guy's an athlete, it gives him a social standing. That's the shallow world we live in. But it's a reality. Who does it help? It's a gift from Hashem to have a social standing. Are you then being mechazic others? Is it just used for your own self? Or is it used to pick up others and give encouragement to others? Any gift we have, use it to help others. I want on that topic to segue into the parsha. This is supposed to be a parsha shmuz. So I want to segue into the parsha. It's not exact, not exact, but David, we're talking about using talents that you have. It says, a talented person who doesn't stoltz anybody out. It's talent to use to give chizit to the next person. So I want to segue into not exactly the same topic, but a topic that's precious in life, that's in this week's parsha. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu called Moshe? For he was drawn from the water. Moshe means to be mashui, means to be drawn out. So the problem is everybody, the famous Kasha, Moshe Rabbeinu's name shouldn't be Moshe to be mashui. He was pulled out. What does it mean to be Moshe? Is to pull somebody else out. But of course, since Moshe Rabbeinu was pulled out, his job in life becomes to be pulled others out. You know what it means to be drowning at sea. You know what it means to need to be saved. That was your life experience. You're only here because you are saved. You were saved obligates you save others. Wow. So he's called Moshe, the savior of others, because since he was Moshe, now his essence becomes to be a Moshe. If you were Moshe, be a Moshe. You were saved, saved others. I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah. A guy, somebody, somebody who has, I'm sorry, a hundred percent, one hundred. I always feel a bacher who took himself and grew, teach others how to steig. It always fresh. Of course, I was to You don't have to. It's not a profession. 
could be a prefer. It doesn't have to be. I always get, I always got fresh. I taught for one year, the first year Yeshiva in Eretz and a bacher would steig, and then he'd get all mad at the other bacher. Like two days ago, he was doing the same things. I can't believe this is crazy. Guys are in my mind. I'm thinking yesterday you're doing the same thing. Instead of encouraging others, instead of saying I relate here, let me help out. Moshe, you were Moshe, now be Moshe. Instead, he's like rejecting others and tying on others. So that's up. Shot next. I'm sorry. Yeah. Ooh. The next bacher learns from Akiva Mace, and he said, "Don't we all?" And he said, "He said the midah of consistency." To be a consistent person, to stick at something, to be consistent with something. <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. It's a race. The guy said, I know hurts. And then I can't read the rest. <laughs> Should we fill him? We could fill try speak for three yeah. hours then? <laughs> could you read that? I can't read the rest. Yeah, you probably didn't. No, I don't know what you're writing. It's like just. Uh, no words. He kept writing and kept writing. Okay. Okay, kid. What did he write? Yeah, you're not allowed to say the names. And I'm not going to read the And no one heard. Yitzi Race. Not a look either. So we have Yitzi's honesty. He says extreme patience and willingness to repeat the Gemara until I'm able to understand it. Patience. Sablonis. Sablonis. This week's Pasha, what's the mid of my Sherabainu? Onav. The mid of an Onav is to be patient and tolerant, Shmuli. Patience, tolerance for another person. Yeah, we spoke about that. Next. <laughs> he said he learned from Elio Mandel not to leave phones by the side of courts. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> what do you think wrote that one? <laughs> How do you like that one? Ruben K is in there. Writing or about? No. Dolby Sensor. Speak about Rabbi for a while. Dolby Sensor is good midos and kindness. Ariel Abramov to be nice to each and every Jew. Each one of these we could speak about for a long time. We start speaking about Dovi Sensor. Nope. Wow. Avi Van, learn how important it is to have a smile. Learn how important it is to smile and laugh. To smile. Avi Van, how important a smile is. Important, important. My. Wow.
Akiva Meis. Don't let excuses get in the way. Accomplish. Be honest with yourself. Salad. I should talk about Daisy for a while, no? One day I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Goodman. Just that he calls him in the shear, I feel good about. Chano hurts. I skip some. Wow. <coughs> wow. Nice. This guy didn't write a name on his paper. Huh? You remember that? There's a different one. Yitzhak Eisenberg. Yitzhak here? Nice one, Yitzhak Eisenberg. Menachem Rosner, stage fright is all in the head. That's what he learned from you. Let's do some parashat